guys, this is our first ever podcast, not together. <laughs> I know I'm sad that I'm not with you. Isn't it weird? I'm staring at my sweetheart uh, through a Zoom call, and she's in Las Vegas because she's a TV star. I am a famous TV star. <laughs> because she's a famous TV star. And I just did the most epic road trip of my life, and I told Arielle, and she told me, and we said, we said, listen, let's not not podcast. Let's I just, told Arielle, and uh, she told me. I told Arielle, and she told me, and we said, let's not not podcast. Let's podcast. Let's, let's not, Zoom pod. not not podcast. Let's not 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 podcast. Let's let's do it on Zoom. <laughs> so here we are. I am in Vegas, and I am hosting a famous TV show called Love Island. <laughs> it's famous because it's on season two. Um, is, and we've only famous. had it's two cool. episodes so far. And things are rocking. I have a question for you because I saw some BTS Uh-oh. on your close friends. Yeah. I was Of you sweating in the desert. Yeah. I just obviously. saw you like, I saw you like sweating in the desert. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, how are you wearing your makeup in 109 degree weather? And like, are they touching you up all the time? I don't sweat. My face no. does not. A, not one bead, not one single droplet of sweat happens on my face. Why doesn't your face sweat? I've noticed that too. Your face does not like my forehead sweats. My face does not sweat. So I'm a makeup artist dream. And my, but my boobs sweat. So all, all the sweat comes out of my boobs. Is that, are you sure it's not milk? It's all milk. Yeah. Oh, it's milk. Okay. Yeah. Well, I sweat milk out of my boobs. Ew. <laughs> You're sick. Like the boob, how the boob goes over, it like flaps onto like, you know, your rib cage. Yeah. That under boob sweat is real up in this bitch. I was wearing this showgirl costume for the opening of the show. And I'm not even kidding you. First of all, the headdress was probably 30 pounds. Like it was so heavy, so heavy to the point that like a gust of wind came and I almost got decapitated. Like my whole body flew forward because my head was like propelled by wind forward. How fast were you driving? Like pretty fast? I was standing in the desert. Oh, I thought you were. I thought that was your driving scene when you were driving in that with that headdress on. Well, I I I told them I couldn't drive with it on because it was too like it was too sketchy. Like it, I honestly would have a gust of wind in the desert. You know how strong those That's winds true. can be. Yes, yes, it is. Like I mean, one gust of wind and I was standing, and Stacy and Victoria had to catch me. I was falling. I fell over. They caught me. Oh my me. god! Jeez, is that stinky back there? You, do you guys understand? I haven't seen my daughter Stinky in now. It's been two weeks now. I, I miss you guys. She misses you. I miss you guys. Both of you. Oh, I, we, we miss you. Okay. Thank you. I miss you <laughs> I said, more than Stinky misses you. I know. Look I can't at wait to her. see you guys again. Oh, hi, Stinky. Oh, her breath is more rotten than it ever was. So I don't think I've told you about my trip yet not really but i wanted to i want to share and it with you've you literally and literally been gone for two weeks <laughs> i'm not kidding like i mean i've been posting it on my instagram story so it's not like you haven't seen it yeah but 
I had such a fun time to tell uh, the riled uppers. What, what, what do we call them? The riled uppers? The rylers. Tell our rylers. <laughs> tell our riled uppers. To tell, the, to tell all you riled uppers. So I went and quarantined in Vegas with Ariel for almost three weeks. And almost three weeks? Yeah. Really? Actually, I was there for two weeks and four days. So three days shy from three weeks. All right. Don't you dare. Don't downplay the time that I spent there with you quarantined in your room. I'm downplaying it. Don't you dare downplay it. I well, almost stayed there for three weeks. Well, I don't think people realize that I'm in the Love Island bubble right now. So I literally can't leave my hotel. No, I can't have visitors. Once Matt leaves, he can't come back. You know, we're getting like multiple COVID tests and we're doing all the things to like be safe to actually be able to shoot this show. So it's like, it's so intense. The fact that I like, can't even leave my hotel room. <laughs> I mean, I can't leave the hotel. All right. So can you like wander down the casino now? Like, like as long as you don't leave the lobby. Yeah. But like, I don't even want to be down there. There's nothing yeah, to do. There's, nothing, there's, there's nothing. The restaurant's not open. The casino's not open. The Starbucks isn't open. There's nothing open besides the fact that we are here with this production. But anyways, Jeez. we're not talking about this. We're talking about your road trip. Well, we're talking about, we're, we're, we're talking about a little Love Island too. All right. Okay. Because it's exciting. Well, okay. All right. So I left Ariel about two weeks ago and I drove from, Ve I flew my buddy Duck into Vegas and we went from Vegas. We had one night in Vegas. First of all, it's crazy to me that Vegas is just going about doing their thing. Like as long as you wear a mask, you can go gamble. You can go to the restaurants. It, it, so it's pretty interesting. So Vegas is still up and running. And it was kind of nice to like leave the bubble and experience a little bit of real life. Like I was like around people like having fun. And I hadn't had that in so damn long. Like, yeah. I mean, when I got back from Portland in February, the beginning of this year, you and I were stuck at our home with hanging out with just each other for the most part. And yeah. then we went from there to Vegas. So like I literally have not hung with people. I know. So it was so weird for me to leave the hotel, go pick up Duck from the Vegas airport. And I just, I literally felt just like, I was like, oh my God, like I can do whatever I want. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not quarantined right now. I can do whatever I want. So anyway, we stayed in Vegas. We then left Vegas and we went to Zion National Park and the whole plan, we were going to camp. So I got a, a, a rooftop uh, tent for my Jeep. My whole plan that I've been dying to do is like go on an epic road trip and sleep in my tent on my Jeep at all these national parks. It was 110 degrees in Zion. Yeah, it's and almost like you can't do stuff like that when it's too hot because then it's, it's just not enjoyable. Exactly. It, it like I, you I have told to Duck, go like, in Duck, like springtime or something. Exactly. So, so camping in the summertime is just kind of hell unless you go to actual places that are cold. So anyway, went to Zion National Park and. Um, we actually had such a good time. I got a direct message from this dude named Breck, and he owns a um, a dope resort called Cliff Rose Edge. And he literally just let me stay in like the sickest suite for three nights for free. I love it. Just because he was a, just because he's a dope guy, and it was so funny. So I'm gonna. This is gonna lead to one of my most embarrassing stories to date. But you know I don't get embarrassed. This was okay. You know I don't get embarrassed, right? I, I really don't. Yeah. Oh my god. And let me just let me just tell you what. I'm gonna say. I mean, I was just gonna say, like, if you got embarrassed, something really bad must have happened. 
if I got embarrassed, something really bad must have happened. Oh, so I'm going to scooting her butthole all over the workout mat. Get her off my workout mat. She has to scrape her butthole, though, on the workout mat. No, that's my workout mat. I left it for you to do yoga on and not for her to scrape her asshole. Well, Get her off of it. She's scooting around. She's going super Stop fast. Stop her from too. scooting. She's going fast. Oh, God. You better clean. She's going fast. You better clean that up. I'll spray Anyway, so. I get a, I, I, so here's my story. I get a direct message from this guy named Breck. He, he's the owner of Cliff Rose Edge uh, in Zion. It is a stunning resort. There are like deer running all over the place and eating all his shrubs and all his flowers that he spends his money on, which was like a running joke. <laughs> and this guy, Breck, is like, dude, like, you know, me and my uh, girlfriend are big fans of you and Ariel's content. And uh, we'd love to like let you stay here. So anyway. We stay at this place, and then we, we pl- had a dinner planned with him and his girlfriend the, the first night that we got there. And, of course, you never know what you're going to get. You never, ever know. Are you going to click with these people? Yeah. Are they going to be cool? Is it going to be super awkward? Yeah. Like, you just never know, right? Yeah. Because they're complete strangers to me. So, a Duck even said, like, on the way when we were walking to the lobby where Breck and his girlfriend were picking us up, on the way to the lobby, Duck goes... So you've never met these people? I was like, no. And he goes, man, I guess I I hope they're cool. And I was like, yeah. I was like, me too. I was like, you you never know what you're gonna get. So we meet them. They were super nice right away. And then obviously it takes a little bit of time to like you know get to know each other. We get to this restaurant, this place that Breck and uh, and his girl wanted to show us, and we just have some drinks and start talking. And they're just awesome. Like they're literally like. If I go back that way, I'm seeing them like they're like they became our friends and they're just cool. And Breck's like a big dork like me and Duck. And like we just laughed and had a good time. Um, It, it was super fun. So, um, OK, <laughs> so here's what here's where the story comes in. So we had a great night that night. We had drinks and it was just like the dream. Night number two, me and Duck are going to watch the Blazer Laker game. And and so we're like, oh, let's invite Breck over because because Breck asked what we were doing that night. So I text Breck. I was like, hey, dude, do you want to come watch the game? We're going to be at the suite. He's like, yeah, for sure, man. That's dope. So he brings some whiskey and comes over and then he walks to um, he walks into he's like, what bathroom do you want me to use? And I was like, um, I was like, use mine back there. Uh, he goes, all right. So he goes and uses my bathroom. Oh, no. Com- he comes out and and doesn't. nothing's weird doesn't say anything and whatever and then (laughs) and then he goes and then i said um wait how did i'm trying to remember how i got to this oh oh, okay got it so i'm so panicked right now so i'm so panicked uses my bathroom comes out says nothing and then i go back to my toilet to go pee like 30 40 50 minutes into like us watching the game by this point, uh, his girlfriend had already showed up and she was hanging with us too, right? And I had designated that bathroom for like for like her to use as well, like for all of us. Oh, the no. guys and her. <laughs> so so Breck, so I go and use the restroom and it dawned on me because I saw I saw some of my pubes tri- trickled around the rim of the of the toilet bowl stop and it dawned on me and i was like i shaved my entire bush here and i left it i left it the entire bush from like quarantine grow out stop. i left my quarantine bush floating in the bowl and i stared 
<laughs> I stared at the toilet bowl and I saw like my my remainder hairs and I was like, I showered and had my first sh- my first real big shower of the trip. I tr- I shaved all my pubes and I literally just rushed and I didn't even I didn't flush the toilet or clean them or anything. And then I walked out to the living room. But I was I was cool with Breck at this point because he was just like he's like one of us. And I was like, did you did you see my pubes in there? And he goes, bro, he goes, that was the most pubes I've ever seen. And he goes, he goes, and of course, oh, no. he goes, oh so hang on a second. Sorry. Rewind. His girlfriend had left to go get pizza. She, she was no longer there. OK, so she had come hung out for a little bit and then she went to go get pizza and whatever. So then. I came out and I was like, dude, I was like, did you, I was like, did you clean up my bush? Mm-mm. And he goes, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus, but I walked into the bathroom and there's the biggest bush I've ever seen in my life just sitting there. And I, and I knew that Hannah was going to show up and he goes, so <laughs> he goes, so literally I cleaned your bush for you and I didn't want to say anything. And so I, cutie, I was dying. Wait, wait, wait. La- was your bush in the water? Yes, yeah, so my bush was in the water, but I had like a bunch of other like like hairs that got all over the rim and or on the toilet seat, right? I'm not okay. So he literally went in. This poor guy lets me stay at his beautiful resort. <laughs> and then he walks into the suite that he lent me for free <laughs> and then and then goes to the bathroom and I I shaved my entire bush at his resort. I'm and so, he that's and, so and funny. And he had to clean it up because and it's he didn't, like because, so beautiful there. Like it's so nice. And he didn't want to come out and say anything because his girlfriend was already there and he didn't want to come out and embarrass me in front of his girlfriend. Uh like first of all, what a bro. That is that is major bro code. And then he waited until she left to say anything. That's really funny. And then so now now we're called the Bush Brothers because he's because he's seen my official Bush. That's and disgusting. <laughs> Isn't it so crazy? Like, everybody does that shit, whether you catch people or not. You know what I mean? Like, everybody does things that you think, oh, I must be the only person that does this. Or, like, not that you're the only person that would shave. I don't know anyone who shaves their bush into the toilet. I don't. I don't. But maybe dudes do that. I guess you have to, because where else would you do it? Well, I think the majority of girls who just shave with a razor often, they do that in the shower when it's like stubble. Yeah. Guys don't do that all the time. They let their bush just grow until it gets too long to tolerate and then they just buzz it off. Oh my God. Anyways. So like I, I had like a six inch bush and I just straight up took the clippers to it and then I just wanted to, I, I, you sit down on the toilet and you just buzz it off and it drops on the toilet. You were sitting on the toilet while doing that? Uh, 100%. I sit, I sit there. Oh, it's so comfy. Ew. Okay, anyways, <laughs> so you know what's so crazy is like this has nothing to do with that, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, it's a different kind of similar story, <laughs> not at all. I mean, I don't even know why I'm following this story that you just told me with this one, but I was going to shoot my first episode and... You know how like a somebody, I don't even, yeah, I'll, I'll just kind of, I'll sum up the story by saying, yeah, I was really nervous for my first episode. I was nervous. And like, I was just like, I could feel my like hand, like my heart and my like, I was just like, okay, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going over my script and stuff. 
And then I started thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, like if I'm nervous, imagine like everybody else too. Like everybody must be nervous. So I started noticing like every single person and the way they were acting everyone was nervous and then it just made me feel good. I don't know why I'm telling you this story after you told me you shaved your freaking bush into a toilet. But it's fine. We were both nervous. It's fine. But like, I don't know. I felt like I just wanted to tell that story. So like I was, I was actually talking to someone and I was like, I was thinking to myself, gosh, I'm so nervous. I hope I don't look nervous because the person I was talking to was like, important, you know, like we're all important, everybody on the shoot. But like, I was like, I hope I don't look nervous. I hope I'm not like acting nervous. And then I kind of just like shook it off. And then I literally like stopped myself and my nerves to notice this person's hands were shaking. And then I was just like, whoa. And so I was like, but I saw their hands shaking. And I was like, whoa, you're like, I was nervous to talk to this person. Because like, you know, like we work closely together, but yeah. just as much as I was nervous, like I had to like let go of my nerves and notice how nervous this person was to be able to go, it's not about me here. Like we're all in the same position. Like You're all in it together. I, I know. Isn't that so crazy? I don't know why you know, your bush made me think of that. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm honored. I, you should but be. Honestly, I re- like, I've never acted on a TV show or anything like that. I I've, I mean, I've done a couple real professional things. It might be like I did like at this T-Mobile digital commercial where they had a whole like cast and crew and other actors there. And I remember the times that you do those things, it's so important that everyone just supports each other. And if you have a good cast and crew, you can honestly be like, oh shit, we're all in this together. And you shake your nerves and you all just crush it. Yeah. But it's the thing, just like- what, what sucks is like, there are some sets where the director might be a dick and get mad at you if you don't know your lines. And it's like, that does not help the situation. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, Makes I don't know. So I, I just, I, it's really nice. And honestly, that's why, like, my dream with anything uh, entertainment related is just working with our own friends. Whenever we just do stuff with our own friends, it's so fun. Yeah. So moral of the story is everyone shaves their bush. Moral of the story is everybody shaves their bush. Um, Breck, if you're listening to this, thank you for saving me the embarrassment from Hannah. Hannah, since you do listen to every episode, uh, sorry you had to hear it right here. See, she's hearing it here first. There's no Hannah's, way. Hannah's hearing it here for the first time. I bet you anything he took a photo of it. He probably would have sent it to me if he did. <laughs> I guess. Um, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to say, be honest with me. Did you take a picture of my bush? If <laughs> Um, but anyway um, that's the moral of the story guys Uh, if you're going to shave your bush flush it before you do anything else Um, wow and just to kind of finish my journey Zion National Park was so dope and then we went from Zion to Park City Utah which is the absolute unbelievable dream it's the freaking dream you and I we will live there one day oh I've wanted to live there for years. I even thought about before I even got my first place in LA. I even thought about just living there. I was like I could just buy a little house and live there. Wait, what do you mean before LA? You you went to Park City before LA? No, I mean before I bought oh, I my mean, loft in LA. 
Oh, before you buy, no, you actually considered that? Oh, yeah. I, I'm not kidding. I considered buying, well, like, and then renting a little place in L.A., like a studio apartment, but buying a tiny cabin in Park City because I loved it so much. I mean, we have to do it. Like, it's the absolute dream. We went, Chris Matheson suggested the most epic hike ever. And it was me, me and Duck saw probably 10 people in like three hours or four hours of hiking. And you literally just hike up this, like, I think it was called Trinity Lake or something like that. You hike up and see the most beautiful lakes off grid. Like there's like six lakes that are like pockets that catches like rainwater. And it's just surrounded by trees. And it was, it was the prettiest, it was the prettiest hike I've ever done. So it it sold me there. What's that? What's it called? I forgot. I I said, I think it's Trinity Lake, but I think I just made that up to sound, to sound like a lake. Well, you should tell the people that are listening, maybe they want to go. I'll, I'll figure it out. I actually, I can't remember. (laughs) I honestly can't. But anyway, guys, Park City, Utah is on, is, is a top city. I've only been there when I, when it was snowing and, uh, it's obviously it's dope when it's snowing. It's like a ski town, but the summer changed my life. Mm -hmm. And then the most exciting part of the trip, we left Park City and went to Yellowstone National Park. We woke up at 4.45. We got picked up because I hired a professional wolf tracker. <laughs> Cutie, I hired a professional wolf tracker, and it was like a 23-year-old girl, and she was just badass. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. She was so dope. Her name's Taylor. And this, like, 23-year-old girl picks us up, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, because you, you expect it to be some, like, 60-year-old rugged mountain man. That's what, like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but in your like, mind. She's, like, 18. She's like, do you want to find wolves? Yeah. <laughs> like, no joke. Her name was Taylor. She was so cool. She picked us up, and she, like, is, like, a wolf nerd. Like, she knows everything about them and where they go and how they breed. I want to be breed. a wolf and, nerd. She's a wolf nerd. Yeah, honestly, you'd be the hottest wolf nerd out there. You should be a wolf cutie. If you had wolf Teenage nerd wolf tour, nerd. if you had www.wolfnerds.com <laughs> and it was like a little, that, that'd be huge. If you were like a tour guide for wolf tracking. I don't tracking, know if that would be huge. Maybe not. I don't know. www.hotwolfnerds.com. <laughs> Hotwolfnerds.com. I love that. I want to start an Instagram ca- account called Hot Wolf Nerds. And it's just like an account where everyone talks about wolves. And they're just like hot people that talk about wolves. It's just hot chicks talking about wolves. I love that idea. <laughs> Hotwolfner.com. So anyway, we wake up at five. We wake up at 445. We, she picks us up at five. We drive 45 minutes into Yellowstone. And she tells us, like she knows so much. And she's like, okay, so there's a carcass out there. It was like a bison carcass. And she goes, it's very picked over, but animals still come and hang around it. And try to like, you know, pick at it and try to get any more meat off the bones and this and that. And she said, I, I really feel like I, I really feel like we're, we could possibly see some wolf activity there. Not guaranteed because it, it, it is an old carcass. But like, let's go, let's go check it out. And when she so says we, old carcass, like, does she mean like a day old or like a month old? Like a week. OK. A week, because in a few days it's completely picked over but if it's still there like six seven days later animals will still go and like chew the bones and like stinky you know, would that go kind of and stuff. eat all the bones 
Stinky would literally just chew, just eat the bison bones. Yeah. Could you imagine seeing Stinky out there chewing on little bones <laughs> with as her the one wo- tooth? As the wolves and grizzly bears a- approach her. <gasps> Stinky, I feel like Stinky could like hold her own out there and just <laughs> and then like wolves would just run from her. She's terrifying. Do you understand? She would attack the wolves. Like she Yeah. She, she would attack would. the wolf. She would actually attack the wolves. Because she doesn't give a fuck. She doesn't care at all. Yeah. She's insane. We get there at, fi- at 545. Guess what we... So uh, Taylor takes our telescopes out, sets them up for us. 150 yards out, the sun's rising a little bit, and it's still pretty dark. There are three wolves and a grizzly bear all hanging out. Like, not like, like growling at each other and like scaring each other off. They're just out there hanging out and sniffing around the carcass. The grizzly bears hanging out for a little bit. I'm like mind blown that I'm seeing this in real life. I'm like, this is my dream. Like I've wanted to see wolves in real life my, like, my entire life. And, and the grizzly bear starts to walk away. We see the grizzly bear leave. And these How big three was wolves, the bear? It was big. I mean, grizzly bears are huge. They, so it like, was just how, how close were you? They were 150 yards out. So That's not that far. It was, no, not crazy. It's an entire football field and a half. So it's not that far, but it's still far. Oh, yeah, that is our, far, actually. But if you get closer, if you get within 100 yards, they usually notice you and will run away. So um. that's why people watch from afar. So the grizzly bear runs off and the three wolves just play. And I watch, I, I watch before my eyes three wolves just playing around. I posted the video on my Instagram story. I'm probably going to post it on my main feed because it was just the best day of my life. That's so cute. And, and that's it. And then we drove around Yellowstone and we saw bison and we saw, you know, more wolves, actually. Um, there are elk everywhere. It, it's, it, it, Yellowstone is honestly life-changing. That's so cool. I, I need like, you I to go with to me. I would love to see wolves. We're, well, let's go do the wolf tracking tour. I, w- I, w- I want to be a hot wolf tracker. Uh, hot. Wait, what is that? Hot nerd wolf. What was, what was it? Our website. HotNerdWolfTracker.com. Hot nerd wolf. Hot wolf nerd. HotWolfNerds.com. Hot wolf nerd. <laughs> and was she hot? She, she, I mean, she was cute. She wasn't like a, sex, like a sexy babe. <laughs> like, it wasn't like... Could you imagine? She's just a smoking hot, sexy babe. She's like, like from Love Island. Like, no, she was just she was just a cute. She was just like a cute twenty two year old like wolf nerd. Like yeah, you know. But yeah, but she was dope. Love a wolf nerd. And then uh, my best part is we went to um, my best and then part. We, Cutie, you're so cute. My best part is. And my my best part is you're um, I'm so just, cute. Hey. Cutie, hey, the fact that you just said my best part, that's the cutest thing you've ever said. Well, here's my best part. We get to Idaho. I love and, you. Oh, I love you too, cutie. I just miss oh my you, God. cutie. She really loves me. She's, guys, she's staring at me with love eyes right now. Look at her. You love me. Holy <laughs> shit. I love I you too. Cutie. I miss you. What if you just flipped the camera and you saw that I was just looking at myself? You probably are. I'm not. I'm up here. <laughs> I have a little tiny window of myself right there, but you're right there, cutie. Oh, so I'm the cute one, right? You're you're full screen for me right now. Am okay. I full screen? You're full screen, yeah. Okay, go on. My story. I'm just my my road trip's almost done, and then we'll talk all about you. But this is about me right now. Thank you. 
You're welcome. So I want the last you. 20 minutes of this podcast to just be about me. So then we drive, <laughs> we drive from Yellowstone to Idaho to go fishing. We go to this rinky-dinky town and we walk into a bar. It's like the first, it's like, it's just the smallest town ever. We walk into this bar. We're like, hey, we're going to stay here. We're going to fish here. And this guy, like literally the first thing, there's like three like locals there. And he goes, um, they go, oh, the degenerates decided to show up. And then me and Duck were like, yep, small town bar. This is what it's like. But what's weird is like, I first of all, why do they do that at a small? Why do also, they do like, that? What right does it give you to just call me out? And I'm not a degenerate. Like, I'm just walking into an establishment. Yeah, like, but is that small town code? Why do people do that? That's so, the shit that you see in movies. He actually just yelled out. There's the degenerates. He screamed. We opened the door and me and Duck walk to the bar. And as we're walking, three guys look over and the guy at the end, like a movie, said, there's the degenerates. <laughs> and wait, I'm like, wait, in my mind, I'm like, you, what do we say? Like, what were there any more people in there? There was uh, three guys at the end, at the end of the bar here. One woman at the other end of the at the other side of the bar and the bartender. So, like, why the hell did he say that? He said it to be funny to everybody else because we were, like, newbies. But here's what – let me tell you what kind of blows my mind. Like, I've seen that stuff in movies. That's a movie thing where, like, locals stop by a bar and, like, the f only three guys at the bar try to run them out. And it's like, yo, like, I bet you your bartender wants us to be there to make some money. And then also, like – they're the degenerates. Do you know what degenerate means, cutie? I do, yes. It's, it's like, I mean, obviously you know what it means, but I, I'm just saying like, like, like what a random thing to call a random person. It's so Unless weird. Unless he might have thought you were someone else. No, no, he didn't. Because as soon as, we, <laughs> well, he didn't. As soon as we got closer, we sat, like, literally, we just responded and be like, we're here. Like, that's all we said. Like, <laughs> we just, we we went along with it. So we, I, I literally, I'm like, we're here. And then Duck, Duck puts his arms up, his arms open, like, yeah, like walks in like that. Duck goes, and then we yes. Go, Duck goes, yeah, yes, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then we sat down, and of course, like honestly, like once you get to know us, your people like us. So like the in everyone at the bar liked us, like within like 15 minutes. Yeah. Because we asked, we asked the bartender to put the Blazer game on. And they're like, oh, are you guys Laker fans? We're like, no, we're Blazer fans. They're like, where are you guys from? We're like, Portland. And of course, they all laughed at that because they want to make fun of anything that you do. And then literally within five minutes of us not caring or taking offense, they liked us. Yeah. I, think they, I think they see if you have thick skin like they do. And if you can, if you can like talk shit back, yeah. then they're like, oh, these guys are all right. Yeah. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. So then, like, even the guy at the end came over and sat by us and then told us his whole life story. And it was such a small-town bar. Like, this very pretty girl walks in, okay? So the guy that yelled that we're degenerates is now sitting next to us, to me and Duck. And I, at this point, I had already bought the entire bar a couple rounds of shots. They, the guys across the way bought me some shots. Like, it was just like we were all having fun. And then this, um, this really pretty, like, small-town woman walks in she's probably like 
28-ish, and she has two kids. And the dude who called us degenerates, I think his name was, was oh, Jaron. Jaron walks over the door because he sees, like, like, them outside, opens the door, and he goes, he goes, hey, kiddos, come meet Uncle Garen. And then, and then, like, picks up one of the kids and then, like, sets them back down and comes back to the bar. Then this pretty woman walks in behind them, and she's clearly the woman with the kids. And then she just goes behind the bar, throws some trash away, and then, like, just goes to the corner area because the kids are, like, by some, like, arcade machine or whatever. And the woman's not interacting with the man at all, and the kids are just there. And I'm like, I was just, like, watching these people work. Like, like just do their thing. The woman leaves, and I was like, that's, I was like, that was very strange that she just walked in here, said hi to the bartender. The guy, Jaron, said, said um, come meet your uncle. And then, and like, said, picked up one of the kids. And then the woman left. <clears throat> 10 minutes later, she come, 15 minutes later, she comes back. Jaron was belligerent drunk, drunk by now because he kept buying him shots and everybody else. She comes back in and then she goes, Jaron, Jaron, let's go. And then Jaron goes, oh, I'm in trouble. And then Jaron gets up and then leaves and then goes to the door and he goes, bye, boys, and pats her back. And then he leaves. And then she comes up to the bar and, uh, and tells the bartender, she's like, she goes, uh, she goes, what do we owe you? And then the other woman across the bar goes, put it on my tab. Like, it was the most small town thing I've ever seen. Oh. So then she goes, no, just put it on my tab. And then, and then the girl's like, no, I'm paying for it. He pro- based, on the, based on how drunk he is, he probably drank $200 worth of alcohol. And then the other lady goes, don't worry, put it on my tab. They leave. Then I ask the people there, I'm like, what just happened there? <laughs> And then someone said, oh, that's that's his wife. And I was like, that's his wife? Because he literally said that come meet your uncle. uncle. He's just like, a, yeah, come meet your uncle. I think he's just being like a, a goofball, like a drunk goofball. But it was the most small town experience that I've ever had. And Mean Duck loved it. That's amazing. Like, wh- how, like that's so random and such a small town experience. Small town experience, and the best part about it is it was 9 o'clock, and we asked the bartender to put Love Island on in the bar. I love it. And by this time, there was another dude to my right. So now all this whole group shifted because me and Duck were there for like three hours. So this whole group leaves. Another guy comes in who's like a hunter and fisherman. He's probably like 30 years old. And I'm like, I asked him to play to put on Love Island, and he was into it. Of course he was. It's just a bunch of like hot women with giant tits. But the guy goes, he goes, yo, he goes, he goes, oh, I've seen, I've seen this before. He goes, my, he goes, my girl, my my buddy's girlfriend plays this all the time. He goes, and he's, and I was like, I was like, bro, you have to admit, it's good. It hooks you. And he goes, it does. It really does. He goes, I I watched a lot of it, and I was yeah. like, and he said he watched um. He said he first watched the UK version, I believe. Yeah. And I'm like, I was like, this is the US version that's now playing here. And then, and Duck goes, and that's, and that's his fiance. And he's like, your fiance is a contestant on, on the show? And, he, and, I, <laughs> and I was like, no, no, she's the host right there. And I like, and then you come on the screen. He could not believe it. Did you Couldn't have to show it. him a picture? No, he, I mean, he ended up believing it, but he like looked at me. He goes, that's, that's your fiance. And I was like, yeah. And, and he's like, what are, what are y'all doing in this town? What are y'all doing here? And he was like looking at the screen and Aww. back at us and shaking his head. 
And he's like, what are y'all? This is crazy. This is crazy. And I was like, like, because think about that, like to walk into a bar and turn on a, a, a big TV show yeah. and like I'm there as the guy and that my fiance is on TV and he like he's probably like, this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. That is so freaking funny. I love that. It was so funny. So he like was like, this is crazy, man. Like, wow. And then um, and then anyway, we, we all watched Love Island together and then he paid for his <laughs> beer and then he left. It's actually hilarious that you're in like a like a little dive bar in the middle of nowhere. Put it watching Love Island being like, that's my fiance. I love that cutie. Thanks for watching, cutie. You're welcome. And can I say something? Yeah. You did so good. Thanks, cutie. And and by the way, you did great first season. Yes, but you're you're like actually you're noticeably better this season because you're used to you know it now. Yeah, like you I'm know very, you, you know uh, what to expect. Yeah, I'm just like more comfortable and more confident because I feel like last year I didn't even know what I didn't know what I was literally I didn't know what I was walking into, and it's such a. It's like, it's a reality show. So it's like, you know, it's not like we get to go out there and do a bunch of takes. It's not like you just kind of go out there and you live it, you do it. And then if they really need something that I, maybe I miss something, they just have me do it. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's so like, people probably don't understand that it, Yes, like they have dramatic pauses and dramatic shots and all these things. But like it takes some getting used to because now I kind of I just know from last year what to expect. I just know that like if they tell me to pause or if they say, hey, wait, that just means they're getting shots of people, you know, like showing their faces in dramatic ways and like zooming in on their hands, like sweating or whatever it is. It's like you can they actually they like they have this formula down. So the fact that I know the formula now and the format, it's just I'm so much more comfortable doing it. Yeah. And and I also like there's something about being closer to home that like feels good. I'm not like I mean obviously like we just started, so we're only a week in and or maybe not even a week. What did we start on Monday I don't even know what yeah we our first episode was on Monday I think but it's it's crazy like how yeah I mean we just started it's we have weeks to go yeah so how many episodes have aired three now I think three and tonight oh yeah what, I actually have to watch I'm gonna watch at nine o'clock oh what time is it now and oh, it's you better cool. watch well, we, we could Guys, we just realized we've been chatting for about 40 minutes. Love Island is starting soon, so we're going to go. But uh, we'll be back here next week. We love you guys. Love you guys. Bye, Kitty. Bye. Love you guys. Bye. Guys, thanks for listening to Riled Up. We love you so much. Sorry we ended that abruptly, but we got lost in time and in the love of each other's eyes, and Love Island is about to air. Make sure to catch Love Island on CBS every single night at what, 9 o'clock? At 9 o'clock. Okay? Thanks, guys. Toodaloo.